You know, some people, they become celebrities because they're, I don't know, great football players or great musicians or they get into politics or they achieve some high rank in the military or some great accomplishment in their career like a doctor, a lawyer or something of that nature. And not only do they become great in their field, but they become well known for what they do both on and off the court, so to speak. Um, there are those who become celebrities like Terrell Owens. Everybody knows his name. Or Dennis Rodman. Everybody knows his name. He's traveled around the world. People recognize his face because he's in the news a lot. But that kind of celebrity isn't necessarily going to make you a leader. On the other side, there are those people who feel like they have a calling to be a leader. They feel like they have the desire to be a leader. And they pursue celebrity status in every possible way. They buy the fans on their social media. They build themselves up. And, and they want everyone to see them as a celebrity, to achieve celebrity status so that their influence will be greater. Is there a difference? And does it matter if you're a celebrity leader or not? That's what I want to talk about today on Leading Leaders. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast, and I can tell you I've run into a lot of people who have doled out the dollars to get the opportunity to be on stage. I've seen them actually pay for time for someone else to say, I'll promote you as a PR. I'll get you on all these news shows. I'll get you the interviews on radio, on, on podcasts, on blogs, on all of these opportunities for people to see your face and hear your voice. And they've spent a lot of money to get that public acknowledgement. Maybe even bought the billboards, the bus sides, the wrapped their cars, things of that nature. And some of that is marketing, and it goes as far as marketing, and that's, that's pretty much all it is. Some of it, though, really is a push to become a genuine celebrity, to be a household name, to be recognized everywhere. I remember listening to a person not too long ago who actually said, when they traveled overseas to do a lecture, <clears throat> they were having to get their car repaired. The, the car that they had borrowed, it wasn't a rented car, it belonged to someone, but something had happened to it and they had to stop to get it repaired. And while they were waiting on the shop to repair the car, the person repairing the car recognized the lecturer and said, I, I just want you to know that things that you have said changed my life. Now, it's one thing to say I was in a foreign country on the other side of the world and I was recognized, my face, my likeness was recognized because I've been in XYZ number of videos and I've been promoted or I've been talked about or I've been hated on by so many people. But really the value of that moment wasn't in being recognized by someone in a foreign country. The value of that moment was saying what you have said changed my life saved my life. See, the, the power really that what we really want as leaders is to be transformative. We want to be helpful. We want to be impactful. And the larger the sphere of that transformation, that impact, that influence, the greater, obviously, the opportunity to transform and influence and impact lives, hopefully for the better. It's not just about being well-known. It's not about having our name in lights, so to speak, or being on the front cover of XYZ magazine. That's, that's not what leadership is about. It does seem, though, that when you do leadership well, people recognize that. 
when you transform people's lives, when you influence people's lives, that gets noticed. If what you're seeking, though, is being noticed, you may have this thing all backwards. Recently, I was watching another one of those cake decorating shows with my wife, and I, I saw the woman building these voluptuous chocolate towers. And part of the process of building these towers was she would blow up a balloon to the size of the bubbles that she wanted around this tower. And the balloon may be three or four inches uh, in diameter, or it might be 12 or 15, or it might even be the big 24-inch balloons. And then she would dip them in a certain kind of candied chocolate. And then she would let them set until they were hardened. And then she would pop the balloon through a small hole and pull it out the bottom. Then she would decorate it with all kinds of stripes and little gold flakes. And it was a gorgeous, giant candy balloon. It looked like a ball. It should weigh 400 pounds of chocolate. But the truth is, the first time you poke it with a knife or a fork, you're going to be basically having potato chips of chocolate. Not that that's not enough chocolate to kill somebody, but big, giant chocolate balls that were 100% hollow. See, that's what I'm afraid a lot of celebrity leaders have become. They are the chocolate balloon. There's no substance in the middle. They painted a great picture. They've, they've paid for the PR. They've got the, the books out there that look grandiose. And, and I've met them. I've spoken with them. I've had conversations with these people who they take the stage, they take the microphone, they have one speech. They might deliver it well, but when they're done, well, they're done. And if you squeeze them, you get the same speech because that's all that's in there. There's no depth to that person. There's no depth of character. They, they don't have anything more to offer. They haven't spent a whole lot of time thinking about what it is that they talk about, just re rehearsing and writing the speech. They, they want to deliver the content that gets them paid and then move on. Some of them, if they're a little bit deeper, they may also have a, a book or two to sell at the back of the room because sometimes you don't get paid to be on the stage. You only get paid if you're at the back of the room. But see, even that, that requires that you have some celebrity status, some, some marketing clout. So when you come off the stage and go to the table, people actually come to the table to see you to buy the books that you have to offer. Some will have multiple books on the table or different types of programs, though they'll have depth. Depth. They're more like that chocolate ball, like the, maybe you've seen the orange chocolate balls. I love those things. I got hooked on them when I was on England. It's about the size of a baseball, but it's like an orange slice. It's like someone took a candied orange and dipped it in chocolate and then put all the pieces back together. Oh, I love those things. But they are solid. They are dense. There's candy all the way through. There's multiple layers and multiple flavors of sweetness as you go through them. But it's solid. It's full. There's something there. There's substance in the middle, not just a chocolate balloon well decorated. And, and I'm afraid that the people who pursue celebrity are much more like the chocolate balloon than they are the orange chocolate ball. There's not much in there. Um, sweet to the taste, great to the touch, beautiful for the eye, but if you pop that shell, there's nothing left to be had. I want to challenge you as a leader. If you're the kind of leader who has spent the money on public relations campaigns or paid to have a book done really, really well that looks really good, maybe and have your face on the cover, but it's mostly ghost written, and the substance of the book really matches a speech, 
a speech, one speech that you have, and you haven't really spent much time delving into anything more than how do you get noticed and how do you get the social media likes and how do you build a funnel, but you haven't really built you. I want to challenge you to take the time and maybe lay off the celebrity for a minute and, and build you. Build something a little more solid in the middle of you. Spend a little more time focused on the who that you are so that when people squeeze you, what comes out, it's genuinely you. And it's something not only worth offering, but worth having. Something that brings transformation and influence and impacts people's lives the world over. Now, here's the true reality. There are a whole lot of books behind me that are books from people who are long since gone. Oh, there are a few. There are a few. I have four or five down there by a guy by the name of John Bevere. I love to listen to him when he speaks, but it took him 30 or 40 years before anybody recognized him. And if you listen to him talk about what his journey was like, he made a fool of himself several times along the way before he was really elevated to the place of genuine impact. But because he's a man of substance and not just celebrity, he's given away more books than he's sold in the last five years. Because his real ambition is to transform lives, not just to get the celebrity status. He's not a chocolate balloon. Oh, there are a lot of those books that, that are books that I love, that I've read some of them multiple times, and the authors of those are long since dead, and nobody knew their name while they were alive. They had very little impact, in fact, while they were here. But we now look back on the wisdom they had and say, wow, I wish I could have had a chance to meet them face to face. Maybe people knew them in the small circles then, but nobody knows them. Now, one of the books I have up there is over 400 pages thick. It's by a guy by the name of Smith Wigglesworth. He was a plumber. He was a plumber in England at the turn of the century, uh, well, the last century, the 1900s, not the 2000s. Are you a person of substance? Do you have depth? Are you solid in the middle? Do you have something to offer? Have you sought out the celebrity status without regard for whether or not you have something to offer? You just want to be a chocolate balloon, all pretty decorated and, and fancy to the look, but not much left in the middle. If that's you, maybe it's time to take some time to really dig deep in who you are and make sure that what you have to offer isn't just the celebrity title. There's actually something there. And if you are a genuine celebrity because of other reasons, maybe your sports career or your professional career, and, and you're asking yourself, can I be a person who's also an influential leader as a person of substance? I, I listened to an interview today with the uh, lead singer of Five for Fighting. Now, there, there are a whole lot of singers out there whose advice I wouldn't take beyond the end of my shoelaces. Um, Justin Bieber's a great celebrity. I'm not sure I would trust him in politics or finance or anything else. Uh, the founder of FUBU, yeah, now he's got some wisdom when it comes to business, but, you know, he's been down a, a, a long path. The same with Gary Vee, didn't set out to be a celebrity, but now he is. Uh, these are different journeys, different celebrities. They have different wisdom. Five for fighting, I would have never thought from the kind of music they produce that, this guy's a genius, but he's actually done his homework on a lot of subjects and listening to him, he deeply cares about what he talks about. So is he a celebrity or an influencer or a leader or maybe, just maybe, he's both. Maybe he is the real deal. For me, the jury's still out. I got more homework to do on him, but where do you find yourself? Are you a celebrity because of some other accomplishments you have or have you dug deep to actually find something of substance to offer the world? That's a question only you can answer, but it's one that I think is worth every minute of your time to ask yourself until you have an answer. And if you're following a leader who is a celebrity, 
I challenge you to ask the same question. Are you following them to get close to their celebrity, hoping that their celebrity will rub off on you? Or are you following them, hoping to get some of the dense stuff in the middle that will transform your life and make you a better person? And if you can't answer that question, I would say you should hold the brakes on until you can. Because following someone simply because they're a chocolate-covered glitzy balloon, uh, that might put you in trouble really fast. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.